To Gideon and Ruth, the day of the house-raising was one of the great days of their lives. From the moment they knew of its coming, they could think or talk of little else. And when at last the great day dawned, they were out of their beds, the first ones in the house, and rushed outdoors to see how the weather looked. Clear as a whistle, shouted Gideon joyously as his eyes swept the cloudless skies. Hi there! He thrust his head in between the blankets that hung in front of the half-faced camp. Everybody up! This is house-raising day. Not a cloud in the sky, and the sun is coming up glorious. Everybody up! That was a busy morning for everyone. Big Tom and Gideon worked as swiftly as arms and legs could move, sorting out logs and hewing their ends so that they would fit together when laid into the walls of the house. Mrs. Clay and Ruth hurried hither and thither, getting everything about the place in readiness for the expected guests. All were excited and happy and constantly talking and laughing, for house-raising was an event to awaken enthusiasm even in grown-ups. Abe Dixon, his wife, and all of their ten children were the first to arrive. Then a little later came old man Kellogg and his wife, thus family by family. They came riding across the fields from different directions until by 10 o'clock all had gathered about the little half-faced camp of Big Tom Clay. It was a motley-looking crowd of men and women and children. Nearly all the men and boys were clothed in homemade wares and the women and girls in homespun. The women, according to customs of the time, all brought baskets filled with the best products of their cooking skill. This was for the feasting that would sustain and enliven the work. Daddy Jones, a thin, white-haired old man with a smooth, shaven, wrinkled face, carried his old time-worn violin or fiddle, as our pioneer friends called it. This was for the dancing that would follow the completion of the house raising. In all, about 30 people, counting men, women, and children, had gathered about the little home of Big Tom Clay. That's the way Everett McNeil remembered house-raising in 1921, wanting to pass on the experience to children of his day in that story. Aaron Copeland tells the story of a community bound together by the spirit of house-raising or barn raising. Edwin Demby put this way, a pioneer celebration in spring around a newly built farmhouse in the Pennsylvania hills in the early part of the last century. The bride-to-be and the young farmer husband enact the emotions, joyful and apprehensive. Their new domestic partnership invites such emotions. An older neighbor suggests now and then the rocky confidence of experience. A revivalist and his followers remind the new household of the strange and terrible aspects of human fate. At the end, the couple are left quiet and strong in their new home. That the official synopsis of Copeland's ballet, Appalachian Spring. Lake Cary here in Wyoming County has a history rooted in a strong sense of community and what it means to come together to help each other. 
1998, Discover NEPA tells us one of the worst tornadoes in the region's history tore through Lake Cary, leaving the area completely devastated. However, the F3 tornado was no match for the people of Lake Cary. The community came together to restore what once was, inviting others to share now in the area's beauty and spirit. That's where the old Carter barn comes in. Douglas Carter Bean was born in Wilkes-Barre, and he spent summers at Lake Cary with his family. He is a Tony-nominated playwright and a screenwriter of a range of pieces. The Nance with Nathan Lane that had its premiere on Broadway in 2013, among them. Lewis Finn is a composer and lyricist known for such works as the Broadway musical This is Strata Jones. Bean and Finn divide their married life between New York and Lake Cary, and they have, let's say, raised up a wonderful old barn on their property, the old Carter Barn as it's known, and they are celebrating the revitalized structure as a community art center of sorts, as a place for weddings and other events, and they are partnering now with the North Branch Art Trail to offer summer sessions, a series of 12 concerts by a range of musicians. We had a chance to speak by phone with Douglas Carter Bean, Louis Finn, and Dan Tompkins of the North Branch Art Trail to learn more about the offerings. We began, though, by asking Louis to tell us about the sofa in their welcoming home. Doug's family has been at Lake Cary since they bought this farm in the 1950s. And we've been coming up and we raised our kids there and have been coming up for 20-some years. And Lake Cary is a wonderful, historic place. It was its heyday, or its boom time, was the late 1800s. And it was a summer resort community. And a lot of the cottages around the lake are from that era. Our cottage is over 100 years old. And this barn on our property is also from the 1860s. And in our house is this old sofa that his grandmother had there in the house, and we've kept it and custom built to fit into a bay window. And it's just something that's in every single picture, and there's something comforting about keeping the the past around. The players sort of change, and we have guests come and sit on the same sofa, and it's the concept that some things never change, but everything changes. And that's sort of how we feel about the barn. It's been there for 100 years, and we've just renovated it, and it's bringing new life, but keeping the history alive. And Doug, what about coming up from Wilkes-Barre to visit Grandma and Grandpa on the farm, and what kinds of stories were told? Well, that's interesting. We spent a lot of our summers there. I mean, this was that first house I was in out of Community General Hospital in Wilkes-Barre to meet my grandparents. So it's that old, that much a part of my life. And we grew up here. We would um, go swimming, and there were the stories of my father, who is the son of a minister, one of their Parishioners had a house here, and he would give it to the minister and his family for a couple weeks in the summer. And my father rented a boat from the house that we're now in. So we have a picture of my dad as a small child in a boat, the boat which we still have from our house. He rented my one grandparent and rented it from the other grandparent without even knowing that one day their children would be married. So there's a boat in the barn that we use as a shelf. And it has a picture on it of my grandmother and my uncles and my dad all in this boat from the late 1930s. Yeah. And in turn, 
you're passing those stories on to your own children. Yes, we felt as raising kids in New York City, it was important that they go to the country to know that, that eggs, though they are in the dairy section, do not come from cows, and that, that the food is grown, and that, and that there, there's a community, and how that kind of a community exists. While we're talking history and this festival that we're excited about, you know, Aaron Copeland, the great American composer, was from Brooklyn, but he went to a summer camp on Lake Cary. In the early 1900s, he came out and there was a boys camp on the lake. And we like to think that this was where he, the seed of what Americana is, was planted on the shores of Lake Cary. And we're fortunate we have Susanna Phillips coming out from the Metropolitan Opera, who will be singing some Aaron Copeland song when she comes out to sing August 17th. You're bringing in all kinds of music and people to keep the place alive, but not in mothballs. Yes. That's right, and we were very fortunate to meet Dan Tompkins and North Branch Art Trail, and they know every artist in this area, and really all the programming and the introduction to these great artists in northeastern Pennsylvania is thanks to Dan, and it's a very diverse programming. Every week is a different musical mood, so we have two acts, and it's all very unplugged setting in the barn, and each week is a different mood. So we start with country, and we have two acts on Wednesdays, and then the next week is bluegrass, and we have a classical, and we have a jazz night, and we have Broadway nights. And we're very excited about the diversity of the artists and providing a friendly space where artists can be themselves and explore and give back to the community as well. And just, you know, we have restored the barns, but they're very, it's a very nice venue. We have bathrooms, and there'll be food trucks there, there'll be a winery, there'll be a cidery some nights, there'll be brewery, there'll be some desserts there, and we'll set it up like a cabaret inside a barn, actually, like a little New York City nightclub in a barn. Mm -hmm. And Dan, tell us how this offering of music for the summer in this terrific setting fits in with what you all envisioned for the North Branch Trail. What's the mission and how does this all come together here? Well, the North Branch Art Trail was created to provide an opportunity for both visual artists and performing artists to have a platform to get their names out and to provide exposure for them. And we've had an opportunity to do a lot of visual, a lot of art exhibitions throughout the area, which is very important for the visual artists. But we haven't done uh, nearly enough uh, for the performing artists. So when Lewis and Doug and I began doing some brainstorming and I discovered the incredible Old Carter Barn, we ended up deciding that it was a perfect venue to feature a lot of the local talent as Lewis and Doug have both alluded to, we have an opportunity there. We're taking this opportunity to feature not just uh, what you might expect from the local talent, but we're creating a different musical mood each week, and we're doing a wonderful combination of local performers with some performers, thanks to Lewis and Doug coming up from New York City and you know, being part of the fun, uh, including Susanna Phillips, the Metropolitan Opera soprano. And it's great fun. As I mentioned, a different musical mood each week. We have a bluegrass week, uh, country, blues, jazz, 
Broadway, classical, gypsy swing, a little bit of everything for everybody, and it's going to be a great deal of fun. Doug, introduce us to Susanna Phillips, because you've worked with her. I did. We were, I was hired to write a new libretto for the Fleda Mouse for the Metropolitan Opera, and I was sitting there. We were doing readings and rehearsals, and I befriended Susanna. She's actually from Alabama and a real great gal, and she immediately, we became very friendly, and I introduced her to Lewis's college roommate, and they got married, but now have two kids. We're very close friends. She's come to the lake a number of times. And when she heard about the Aaron Copeland connection, she was really excited. And then when we proposed her coming to sing in, in the barn, I thought, am I really going to ask a grand diva of the Metropolitan Opera to come sing in a barn? She lit up. She's I love it. I love it. And she has in her repertoire a number of Copeland pieces. It's, it's, it'll be a wonderful night of Americana. She's going to do some Aaron Copeland pieces. And then she's going to do what she never really gets to do, but she would love to do, is some of the great American songbook composers, Cole Porter, Jerome Kern, all contemporaries of Aaron Copeland. So it all fits together into a nice evening of America at its very musical best. And Lewis, as a composer, tell us what excites you about the range of musics we'll be experiencing this summer. Well, it's always been a dream for any musician and for me to just have a platform where musicians can be musicians and not necessarily be backup music in a, and with the loud audience, but to really feature a live, unplugged setting to provide artists that opportunity to be front and center, as Dan said, to let them shine. And that's what excites me most. Yeah, we, we do a local art show also, and, and we've, we've done some craft shows at the barn. And Dan was the first to come up with this idea. I have to give my sister credit for coming up with the name Summer Session. But Dan came up with pretty much everything else and has really reached out. I mean, he would mention these artists, and we would quickly Google them and watch them on YouTube. And it is such a diverse group of artists just musically. It's as different as you can be. There's a wonderful thing that what's really selling with this are the groups. People buy the whole season and just know on Wednesday night they'll go to the lake, they'll have a little food from a food truck, you'll have a glass of wine, and whatever the offering is, that's the offering, and you get to experience it. And for the Gypsy Jazz, which is sort of a big band swing vibe, we're going to have a dance floor. You can get up and dance, too. One of the things that's delighting for people who are lovers of theater or lovers of old movies, one of the ways you inaugurated that performance space, Doug, was to go back to Babes in Arms. Tell us about that connection. Right. Oh, that was last summer we did, and we had a blast. And it's an old Rogers and Hart musical, and it is famous for the iconic line, I know what we'll do, let's put on a show, My Uncle Has a Barn. And lo and behold, that was the show we did. It has a remarkable score by Rogers and Hart. And we got uh, 12 young actors right out of musical theater school. And they played violin, and they played guitar, and they played saxophone. And we did a reading of it in the barn. It was, it was really a wonderful inauguration of music. And for whatever reason, the barn has beautiful acoustics. It really, well, it's a wood structure. It's soaring ceilings. It's almost the size of a cathedral. It's a very large space. It's on two levels, and the upstairs is 3,500 square feet, and the ceilings are 
gosh, I mean, 30, 40 feet. And then we also have a lower level with new restrooms and kitchens and everything. So it does sound great. The way you've done it, it can be a performance space or it can host weddings or family reunions or everything, right? Yes, we're fortunate. We have a lot of weddings lined up. That's why we're doing this on Wednesday nights because most of our weekends are, are filled with weddings. We also have a lakefront area that can be used for ceremonies. And it's great to see new life in this old structure that had almost been collapsing. Yeah, And to fill it with music and joyous events is very fulfilling. And we've also done about three or four art shows in the barn. It's been a wonderful, it's been a wonderful, delightful thing to have next door to your house. <laughs> yes, and just to think that there had been turkeys wandering around the same space. <laughs> I'm sure the ancestors never in their wildest dreams would have thought there would have been a, a major art showing in that space. <laughs> and Dan, tell us if people are new to the North Branch Art Trail, you have wonderful newsletters, you have a wonderful website, and you continue to bring people together like this, which is very important. Oh, we do. The North Branch Art Trail is a program of the Kits and Arts Alliance. The Kits and Arts Alliance A partner and I founded seven years ago, believe it or not, it's been seven years now. And the North Branch Art Trail was developed as a program out of the Kids and Arts Alliance. And we keep expanding over the six years that we've been doing the North Branch Art Trail. We keep expanding more and more. And it has bothered me since we started that it didn't include the entire length of the North Branch of the Susquehanna River, which is what it's named for. And so now, as of this year, we actually have expanded to include 18 counties. We go all the way from Cooperstown, New York, the headwaters of the North Branch of the Susquehanna, to Sunbury, Pennsylvania, where it flows into the main branch. And so we actually now cover 18 counties, and we're doing more and more both art exhibits and music events along the entire 300-mile stretch. And Brian Keeler, introduce us to Brian because he's part of your musical series. Well, he is. Brian and I have had a wonderful path. Initially, Brian had created the trail that was called the North Branch Art Trail. And when Brian relocated and chose to no longer do the North Branch Art Trail, I had contacted him to see if I would have his blessing to continue it. And yes, absolutely. And so Brian and I have done a great deal of work uh, hand-in-hand, and it gives me great pleasure coming full circle that Brian's group is the group that Doug was referring to, the Gypsy Swing Band called Zingology. They're based in Ithaca, New York, and their group is coming down to do an evening with Zingology on uh, August 10th, week 8 of summer sessions. And the exciting thing about that is that There will be a dance floor, and Brian will actually be teaching swing dance lessons at 6 p.m. preceding the evening of music. So any ticket holder for that evening has the opportunity to sign up and participate in the dance lessons as well. So, yes, Brian and I have been doing a lot of hand-in-hand over the past several years. Well, Dan, tell us how we can find out about you and the North Branch Art Trail online, but also how we can learn more about summer sessions. Are they all together on your website? Well, most importantly is how people can get their tickets for summer sessions. And yes, if you go to the North Branch Art Trail website on the homepage, you just click on summer sessions and you can purchase your tickets in advance. You save money if you uh, buy in advance. 
And if you would like to attend the entire season, you can also buy a season pass, and that provides you entree to all 12 weeks. And we are getting a wonderful, wonderful number of people to see. The season passes are selling very quickly. There's also a link at oldcarterbarn.com on our events page, which will lead you to the same spot. And I wanted to ask you, if you didn't mind, Doug and Lewis, I think our listeners would be really interested to know what you're up to in Florida right now. Oh, you probably maybe remember a number of years ago, we, Lewis and I, I were on your show. Lewis was on your show to discuss a musical version of Robin Hood, which we did at the Scranton Shakespeare Festival. And lo and behold, we are now in Oslo, Florida, which is in Sarasota, Florida, Oslo Theater and Sarasota. And we are on the pre-Broadway tryout of the show. As a matter of fact, we are in the lobby right now, and Lewis is just occasionally sneaking over to put his ear to the door to make sure the tempos are what he wants on certain numbers. Opening night is tomorrow, so the last changes are going in as we speak. And uh, so I'm doing two things at once here. It's all good. It's all good. We heard from Douglas Carter Bean and Lewis Finn of the Old Carter Barn with Dan Tompkins of the North Branch Art Trail. The North Branch Art Trail has teamed up with the Old Carter Barn to produce Summer Sessions, and that's a 12-week music festival pairing a wide array of live music with local wineries, cideries, craft breweries, and great food in food trucks. Every Wednesday from June 22nd through September 12th, the doors of the Old Carter Barn will open at 5, and the musical acts, two usually, will start at six. And the talent is drawn from northeastern and central Pennsylvania, upstate New York and New York City. As we heard, they're calling each week a different musical mood. Bluegrass country, Americana, and blues artists such as Clarence Spady or this group. This is the group Spare Parts. And so on June 22nd, opening week, opening Wednesday, June 22nd, as the series will do, it's the Young Brothers followed by Spare Parts. For all the information you need, northbrancharttrail.com, northbrancharttrail.com, or oldcarterbarn.com. And if you go to oldcarterbarn.com, you can see remarkable images of the cathedral-like ceiling and all the wonderful wood and how they've taken the essence of the barn, preserved that, but made it new today. And for more information, it's northbrancharttrail.com, oldcarterbarn.com. That's Summer Sessions 2022, opening a week from today, and that's June 22nd. And then the series will continue through September 12th. Doors opening at 5, and the music beginning at 6. 
The Old Carter Barn is in Wyoming County, not far from Tunkhannock, at Lake Cary, a 182-acre lake that has a long history of serving as a resort area. Music